0: Happy Sunday. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Brunch with Des B, where I offer you inspiration, motivation, encouragement, and I don't really know what else I have to offer, to be honest. But every Sunday we have a great podcast I'm excited for today. But first, let's just address something that really pissed me off today. As you guys know, I usually re- record on Wednesdays. All right. Well, yesterday was Wednesday. Today's Thursday. So I'm switching it up on you guys. Yesterday, I had this really crazy, like overwhelming energy at the end of the night. And I was like, dude, there's no way I can record a podcast and enjoy it. Because if there's one thing I'm always going to do is I'm going to enjoy the time that I have to speak with you guys. Right. So I was like, there's no way I can get on a podcast tonight and be genuinely like excited to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Well, today... Is supposed to be Wyatt's surgery. And as of right now, I don't know if he's even going to have it. It's 10 in the morning and insurance decided to decline it. I've never had this happen ever to me, like insurance denying something that maybe is said I need, right? So Wyatt has this fucked up knee. The doctors literally told him he needs surgery, right? But insurance, insurance is going to tell... My husband, that his doctor is wrong. Someone behind a computer working insurance who is not a doctor is going to say that a doctor is wrong. What? That pissed me off because I know that this happens to other people in even worse conditions, right? Having something very detrimentally wrong in insurance being like, yeah, sorry. Like it's just, it's not bad enough. Sorry. And it pissed me off. So today we're kind of sitting in limbo because Wyatt was supposed to have a surgery at 8am and we had to move it to hopefully he can have it. So that's what pissed me off today to start off because I was like, man, I'm going to record my podcast in the morning, um, whatever. And then he told me how, uh, insurance denied it last night. So after being overwhelmed, I was like, you know what, if you're going to push back your surgery, hoping that they clear it by this morning, I'm just going to record my podcast in the morning. So I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm not feeling sick, but when you have a toddler and you have a baby consistently coughing on you with no constraint, coming up and like literally just slobbering and snotting all over you, you like can't avoid being sick. And if you are like a anyone that works in childcare, I just want to say, you are on the true front lines because I couldn't imagine having sick kids come up to me and just have that no boundary. Like they don't understand. Oh, like I'm sick. Right. So they're going to like hug on you the same. They're going to come wipe their boogers on your literal pants. Like Maddox for real took my sweatpants and wiped his nose off with them and said, thank you. And left like they don't understand. Right. So I just want to give a hats off to you guys working in childcare. Cause it is a pain in the ass to stay healthy when you have people, little people who don't understand like how to be clean, right? So you're like, you know, cover your mouth, cover your mouth, you know, whatever they, they just still don't get it. Maddox does a pretty good job at it, but most of the time it's like, you have to remind him, right? That's fair. So I'm feeling okay. Um, but it's just like that extra congestion that's in my nose that is bothering me. It's like so deep, so deep that I can't even get there. That sounded so sexual. Um, this past weekend, I well, you know, again, you guys are like listening to it on Sunday, right? So I'm recapping. Last weekend, I went to the Buff Bunny Collection holiday party and I told you guys I was kind of like nervous. I was feeling a little bit like stressed. I just I wanted to be seen as like me. I wanted to reconnect with people very genuinely. And I think, you know, when you when you step back and you just realize the maturity that occurs over years. It's hard to like, it's like weird to see people you haven't seen in three years, right? It's like the last time you saw someone, you were you were this person in your life and now you're this person and it can sometimes result in a little bit of like fear of like, oh my gosh, what if we like don't connect anymore, right? Like what if things are just so different? And if they are, guess what? That's okay. That is the beauty of also like evolving and finding who you are and stepping into your power. But I was like, all these people that I had seen, I hadn't seen them for three years. Like I'm different, and I, I mean to be honest, like my body is so different. Like I've had two kids since then. It's just like I was like just feeling a lot of nerves for like so many different reasons, and most of which that were like dumb. But I was just nervous, and so upon seeing everyone and being able to just reconnect or connect like with new people, it was so it was so fun. And I've noticed that as I've been involved in these type of things. The past year, um, like being able to reconnect with like other quote influencers, if you want to call it, I find myself so much more confident now than I used to be. And I think a lot of it just comes from like the confidence of your purpose and knowing yourself and your path versus someone else's. We often get caught up in, well, this person's doing that. And like, I wish I could do that but like, that's not my path, obviously. Or, well, I wish I could do this. And it's like, there's, there's one thing to like work hard, right? It's like, you can be inspired by someone who, you know, just like work their ass off, right? You're like, wow, I want to work that hard. But it's another thing to look at that same person and go, you know what? That's also like, this is also their, their path and their purpose. It is not mine. So to walk into a room like that and be surrounded by so many successful people, relative, Right in the fitness industry and be so inspired. Um it's important to maintain your idea of like not being jealous, right? Because like I could walk into a room and immediately be jealous of Heidi. She has built something just amazing. They her and Christian both just started right on YouTube for funsies and look at where they are now. Right. Someone could easily walk in that room and be jealous versus inspired this time and as i continue to like grow up i find myself walking into those rooms and not being jealous i find myself being inspired to keep grinding down my own path but not jealous that their path is not my path does that make sense like there's a definitive difference between how you're going to mentally approach and leave a situation like that you can walk out of a big room like that and walk out inspired and ready to work really hard in your personal journey Or you can walk out of that feeling super down because you feel like you never got the chance that they did and they're lucky and all these things, right? There's different ways. It's like kind of looking at your cup half empty or half full. And for me, I chose to walk out of that room being inspired. And I think that that's what we all need to do in situations like that. If you're ever around someone who that initial feeling is jealousy, I want you to evaluate that and wonder like, why are you jealous? Like break that down. What, what do you wish that you had and how can you then apply it just to your own journey and use that as inspiration versus jealousy, right? Jealousy is ugly. It can be a very ugly disease. It can make you feel ugly inside. It can make you feel um, angry, frustrated. Like you don't live a good life if you live a life in jealousy, right? So think about that when you're analyzing anything or even if you're just scrolling or whatever it might be how can you be inspired not jealous knowing that like your path is so different and who's to say that your big thing your life thing isn't just hasn't happened yet right I know they always say this shit all the time right but it's like um you know Steve Jobs didn't get famous till he was 50 or, you know, whatever the, whatever the age is, right? It's like some of these people don't hit a peak, don't hit a breakthrough, don't hit a, their big moment, their time to shine until they're like 70, 50, 60, right? Um, And I'll get to this in a second, but I'm watching a show and this guy is a journalist and he's on Netflix now. This motherfucker's got to be 60 plus years old and he has a Netflix show now. Do you think you would have told him 20 years ago when he thought maybe, oh, I have to be successful by 30. I have to be successful by 20. You think if you told him, hey, you'll have a Netflix show in your sixties, you think he would, uh, you would think he would be like, oh yeah, I believe it. Probably not. So long story short, right? I'm sorry to go on a little tangent there, but I'm passionate about it because I let myself be jealous too long. I really did. Like I I was at a point in my life in my younger twenties where I lived in jealousy. I used it as inspiration, but I allowed the jealousy to take over the emotions, not be proud of what I was doing. You know what I mean? And it was a really tough time. It was dumb. Like I look back, I'm like, why did I be so, was so jealous? And it's not even that the people I was quote jealous of. It's not like I was like, oh, I hate them. I'm jealous. I just let that jealousy fester in me not anger, not, not hatred, just je- deep jealousy. Um, and as much as I was maybe like cheering for this person, or I really liked this person that I seemed to have been jealous of, it was still jealousy and jealousy still sucks. So weekend was amazing. It was so fun to get away with Wyatt. I have to tell you guys a story because I'm not telling anyone else. So Wyatt thought it'd be cute to get us a rental car. And I told him, oh, yeah, like that's probably a good idea. So we don't have to just like Uber everywhere, wait. And let's be honest, like Ubers add up when you're in like Houston, Texas. So I was like, okay, grab a car. So we woke up 6 a.m. to go catch our flight. And he goes, ah, oh, you're going to love it. I'm like, okay, I'm thinking maybe it's a G wagon. That's my like dream car, right? I've always loved G-Wagons. I'm like, what if he rented us a G-Wagon? Cause he said he did a Turo, which is where you like rent people's like actual cars. So we're about 20 minutes out of the airport. Mind you, this is now three hours has passed since he booked this car. And he goes, oh, you know, I don't, now that I'm thinking of it. <laughs> I don't know if your luggage is gonna fit in the car. So number one, I immediately got pissed. Because I I knew it was a sports car. And I'll be very, very transparent. I fucking hate cars. I really do. If your aesthetic is to get a boner over a vehicle, you are fucking annoying to me. Okay? And it's a guy thing. They're like, oh my god, did you see that Audi 79578 Boulder 9122? Bro, that car is fucking sick. It's like, babe, you're driving a Honda what, in your dreams. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm joking around, but it's like people that get way too obsessed with cars, specifically sport cars. I just think they're so dangerous. I'm sorry. Maybe that's the mom in me. Maybe that's also the boring person in me, but I just don't find them cool. Like, Listen, I'll get down on a really nice SUV because you know what always wins SUVs, SUVs wins, SUV wins, sports cars lose. Any accident over and over again, a sport car will lose. All right. So, anyways, go back to the story. He tells me, Your luggage probably isn't going to fit. I'm like, Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I made it very clear that I had had my luggage since last night. Me having a suitcase isn't a newfound thing that I decided. And he admitted to that. He was like, Looking up pictures as we're at the gas station for a quick stop. He's like, Well, we might be okay. It can fit a golf bag. I'm like a golf, a golf, a golf bag. I have the largest suitcase that is possible in a four piece set. I picked, I chose the largest suitcase in my set. Okay. Um, it's not going to work. And I told him that. So he goes, okay, well, worst case, um, we can get an Uber to take your luggage to, to the hotel. And I said, "What the fuck? I'm not giving my rant, my luggage to some random fucking Uber and hoping they meet me there. Granted, even if it would work, I don't. I'm sorry. I was not in the mood. I was not in the mood, knowing that he got a sports car, knowing that it was probably gonna be onto the fucking ground for zero reason, in no room. Okay. So, anyways, we get on the plane, we touch down. He literally is so fucking excited when we." when we land for this car so I'm taking deep breaths being prepared for whatever is about to come around the corner of the terminal and there I see a brand new 2000 maybe it was a 21 it could have even been a 22 Corvette this thing is way beyond stock okay this is easily a $120,000 car That he rented. um, Which it was actually only like. We only had it for a day and a half. So it was like $300 or something like that. Honestly not a bad deal. I can understand. Why he did it for the price. Okay I'll give him that. So we get in. And guys he made me. Get into the car. With my luggage. On my whole body. And I had a 40 pound luggage crushing me for 40 minutes on the drive. I could not move. I could only look out the window. I was smashed. Like Wyatt literally has a picture of me. I don't even know if I want to show you guys. I was so fucking pissed. I didn't talk to him for almost two hours. Most of it was because I was frustrated that he did not consult me. Cause let, let's be honest, ladies, If your man did something, they try to be cute and say they fuck it up, right? It's like, love you, but you fucked it up. If they would have just asked the one time they try to be cute, I could have been like, well, babe, like, I know you're thinking about a car, but like, just remember my luggage. Like I would have said that, right? So it's like the one time he tries, it just didn't work out. And I was so fucking mad. My, my literal shoulder was like about to dislocate. It hurts so bad from this 40 pound luggage sitting on me in a sports car. Look it up. Look up the inside of a fucking Corvette right now and imagine the biggest suitcase sitting on me. There's a small back front and a small front truck trunk guys. You can maybe fit like I could fit my duffel bag for alpha land in it. Oh my God. I was so pissed. So that, that started off the weekend really well. But we got over it. The car was nice once our like luggage wasn't in there. It was worth it. It's just, guys, it sat so low. You literally had to take a seat on the ground. And let me tell you, my body and my knees are not made for that shit anymore. And I don't understand how you have 60, 70, 80-year-olds driving around in hot rod sports cars when they got back problems too. It does not make sense to me. So be careful when you see those people on the road. If you see someone 70 and up driving down to the floor you be you drive slower you let them go around you for real you just do not know what they're doing in that car so it was a really nice car but what an experience so anyways I'm extremely sore this week still from four weeks for gains I hope you guys are loving it I am also extremely um, sore I think from drinking past weekend the past weekend and then just like coming home to a not sleeping baby not being able to like legitimately recover, right? When you're hungover, without kids, you typically get that day to just do whatever the fuck you want, right? You don't want to get up till noon. You don't got to get up till noon. You want to roll around in bed. You can roll around in bed. Well, when you have kids and you're hungover, your wake up call is still 7am. Get the fuck up. Kids are up. So I feel like my sickness, my congestion has only lasted because I haven't been able to rest. You know what I mean? So that sucked. My milk supply, I feel like has been a little bit low or Archie's teething. Like I'm not sure. Um, I've watched the medications that I've taken. I haven't taken a lot, but I've tried to take at least one thing for my congestion. Um, I took Claritin, which is totally fine breastfeeding, but I'm like, is this like causing an issue? I don't know. Christmas gifts are rolling in. So like, I got to start wrapping gifts. Like everything just feels like it's like piling on top. And it's like that time of year where it just feels like you're in warp speed, like hyper warp speed. Like I need to do, I need to finish up six weeks sleigh workouts. I got to do all the like background business stuff for that. I need to like get all the Christmas stuff wrapped, which honestly just takes so long for no reason. Um, still trying to like just take care of myself, right? Like not work all the time, have time off. So I'm actually taking a few days off of just even like social media for a few days. I'm like, dude, I just, I'm on here all the time and I love to be right. But like, I gotta just not, you know, you gotta take care of yourself. And I felt like I was just on my screen and my phone way too much lately. And it is that time of year. There's just a lot going on, a lot to promote, a lot to share, you know, whatever. It's just, it is that time of year. But I was like, man, I just need to take a break. So if that also sounds like you, like get off your phone for real. Like I haven't checked my apps one time today and I already feel like I got back so much time of my day for real. Um, New Paragon's coming out very excited about this. Okay. There's new, um, cozy sets. They're like fleece. I have not tried them, but I would not say wear them in the gym. They're more of just a lounge, but they come in these beautiful colors, very Christmassy. And then they have this new tech form, text form, sorry, T-E-X form material coming out. And it's very much like how do I explain it? It's like a heathered, a heathered material that is performance based. And they have like this like jogger legging look. And then they have these really cute sports bras. And a lot of people actually replied to my stories of them and were like, I thought this was new bear, like from Petula. And I'm like, no dude, it's just the heathered look, but it's like a similar hugging fabric not at all petula bear but i can see where like the look of it it did look similar because the heathered material um the heathered look has like a very unique look to it so it does look like petula but new paragons coming out that's the 13th um code does be to save 11 percent as always um, we're also in the process of doing something really cool next year and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. What have I watched this week? I really wanted to share this with you. Cause when I was on the plane, I got to watch this, this movie ever since watching a few episodes of Wednesday, which I'm really loving, by the way, I love Jenny Ortega always have. She was also in, um, fuck white. And I just said that, said this not stranger. Was she in stranger things? I think it was stranger things. It's shameless. God damn it. I don't remember um what show she was in, but she was Jenny Ortega was in something, right? I was like, man, I've always just loved her character. It's always so like she kind of always goes so hard. So I watched this um movie on HBO Max that she was in with Maddie Ziegler. If you guys know like dance moms, Maddie Ziegler. And it was called Fallout. Now I will give a trigger warning for school shootings. Um, just because I will be very transparent when I watched it, I was a little taken back by how it got my mind going and kind of had me a little panicked. Now, I think being panicked and being aware that a situation can happen like that is a little bit different than being like triggered. To me, triggered has like a feeling of extreme anxiety, extreme fear of said event or you've gone through something like that or someone close to you maybe has where it touches a little bit closer to home. But for me, I just found like almost this panic of like, wow, this could happen. Right. Very, very real. So if you don't want a spoiler, keep going. It's called fallout HBO max. You can tap forward. So I don't ruin it for you, but if you're not going to watch it and you're like, I'm just curious. Basically, um, these, this girl goes to school one day, her sister calls her, Um, she goes out to the hall and her sister's like younger than her. And she goes, I got my period. She's like in school. And so the other sister, the older sister in school is like, Oh my gosh, why would you call me to do that? She's in the hallway talking on her phone. After that, she ends up just going to the bathroom. She's already out anyway. Right? So she's in the bathroom and here's this popular girl putting on her makeup in the bathroom at school photo day. So then the girl, um, the main character who plays Jenny Ortega um or jenny or take a place her all of a sudden looks at her and she's like you're you know you don't need makeup whatever and and all of a sudden they hear gunshots so they run into a stall um and they just keep hearing rounds fire off all of a sudden this guy comes in blood on his shirt in the stall next to them and they're like they shot my brother they shot my brother and they're like come in with us like just come, come down and they're all quiet right like this is a very real scenario and all of a sudden you hear the cops and they're like, get down. And, and they shoot again. This is all out in the hall. Right. So they're safe in this bathroom. Um, very much could have not been, but like at this point they can almost take that sigh of relief that like it's over. Right. So then it kind of goes on through the rest of the movie, showing this underlying trauma that has continued to exist because of living through the situation. And it was also a really great movie to just talk about um, violence in school. Right. And like how scary it is to say that sending your kid to school is not safe, you know? And, um, anyways, it was just, it really affected me more than I thought because I, my, my first thought to be very transparent was my brother. Um, like if anything like that would ever happen to him, I mean, I, I would be not well, you know, and, um, even just to think of someone that I love living through that, but having to live with the forever trauma that you feel, um, after a traumatic event like that, I I just, I really couldn't imagine. Um, and so it just really struck me to my core and it, it was honestly a pretty great movie. Um, she ends up getting into like drugs and you just see these coping mechanisms of this poor teenage girl, you know, and she doesn't know any better. Um, And I just think they played both characters, all characters just really, really well. So that was a good movie. Even if you just heard what I told you and you want to go watch it, I would still suggest it because I didn't even give you, like I pretty much even told you what, if you looked up the trailer, what the trailer did anyway. So like, you're not going to be shocked. There's a lot that I did not share. Great movie though. Um, I also started watching this show on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse. Now you want to talk about WTF dinosaurs on Noah's Ark and dinosaurs. Anyway, this show is crazy. So it's about this, uh, journalist that I just told you about earlier. He's got to be 60 plus and he's on this expedition to kind of squash modernism and science for like certain things that, that are just not possible, um, in like timelines so, for example, first episode, they, they find this, like, ancient ruins um, in, like, Indonesia. And based off of, like, the literal soil, based off of the literal elements, like, this cannot be made up. This isn't like, oh, I think so. Based off of literal tests that they have ran, this ruin shows that there was civilization during... I believe it was during the actual fucking ice age. So the point that this guy, this journalist, he never claims himself as a scientist or an uh, archeologist, but he works side by side with a lot of the other ones. Cause he has these questions and it makes them think he literally just like squashed this idea that like civilization happened earlier than we think and that's all I'm going to say. It is crazy. It's really fun. And I'll tell you guys, like, if you're looking for a good show to watch, like with your man or your fuck buddy, your friend with benefits, maybe just a guy you're talking to, like, this is a good show that will like appease both of you. It's not like girly. It's not too like masculine. Like it's a really cool, just like science-y kind of like what the fuck, good dialogue you guys could happen, like have during it like, oh my gosh, can you believe that? Or you know what I mean? Whatever. It's a, trust me, it's good. So, um, ancient apocalypse that's on Netflix. Other thing I started watching on Netflix, didn't finish. I'm like almost done was the Ghislaine Maxwell, um, filthy, was it called filthy rich? I think it was called filthy rich. Basically it's like part two of the Epstein one. And, um, it was nuts because, You know, I always thought Ghislaine was a piece of shit. Um, At the end of the day, I do believe she was a little bit manipulated as a woman to do what she could for the man that she truly loved. That doesn't make her not, I'm not saying she's a victim. Like she very much still decided to also be a piece of shit. But uh, let me just also say, I think it's sad because life could have just been so much different for them both if they had not met each other. Right. So anyways, um, kind of goes over her experience being this like actual ringleader of the sex trafficking ring. And as I was watching it, hearing these girls stories, you know, I feel like our immediate reaction in some cases is, Oh my gosh, I would have ran out of there. Oh man, I would have, I would have said, hell no. Oh, I would have punched them or, or I would have, I would have told someone. And as I really like placed myself in these, in these survivors, you know, shoes, I was like, man, if I had a multi-million dollar, billion dollar, whatever person worth that much telling me at 18 years old, that I need to take my shirt off and do X, Y, Z, and I'm in his penthouse in New York with nowhere to go, you better believe I would be taking my shirt off. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I don't think that that's crazy to say at all. That's a very scary situation to be in. Um, it's scary. Like it is scary as a woman to say no. Like honestly, it's like, it's a hard understanding for a lot of people to to get but like it is hard to say no. If we are in a situation where we are fearful and this could save our life by like quote saying yes, then like I'm saying yes. Do you know what I mean? So it was just really sad to think of like the women that Ghislaine brought into Jeff Epstein's literal lap metaphorically and physically. Um, I think that she deserves to rot in hell. And I think that Jeff Epstein didn't kill himself. I'll keep it at that. No, <laughs> if you guys don't know that joke, you have not listened to the podcast long enough. Um, I always have this joke that I, that Jeff Epstein for sure did not kill himself. And I, I will kind of stand by that. I don't know why, who, what, when, but listen, Jeff, Jeffy, he, he had some dirt on everyone. And I don't know about you, but when you see the power that some of these people have, you think they don't have the power to just take you out without a trace? Mm. I'll argue with you on that one. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. So those are my few shows that I watched. Um, I haven't really been able to have the chance to like watch anything else. Why it's been watching a lot of NBA and in turn, I've been watching a lot of NBA. So I haven't been able to get any other good shows in, but fallout guys, you definitely have to go watch fallout. So anyways, let me know what you guys think of everything that I said. Oh, last thing I want to talk about. Okay. Real quick. I was watching, um, Cody Co last night. Oh my God. He is my fucking dude. I was watching his, um, blind button reactions. If you guys don't even know who Cody Ko is, like, let me put you on TMG, tiny meat gang, Noel Miller, Cody Co, Kelsey Kreppel. Like they're, they're my favorite fucking people on YouTube. So, um, Cody Co does these blind reactions of a show on the cut called the button. So fucking funny. So I was watching it in mid episode. He has an ad right on his YouTube channel. And it's for like this, uh, some piece of shit, Android phone, like respectfully, sorry. And it was like talking about this thing that they had on the phone called the magic eraser. Basically you could take a photo anywhere and then you take your finger and you wipe it over. Like say, if there's a person in your photo, right? You take it over the, p- the photo, take it over the person, take it over the people in the background and it'll eliminate them. Which first off, what in the fucking AI What in the fucking AI? How do you know what is behind that person? To where when you remove it, you create the same background. What the fuck? That doesn't that doesn't worry any of you guys. Also, if that technology is on an Android phone, you don't think the fucking government has that, or the fucking scientists have this? What if they're making up what the Milky Way looks like? What if they're photoshopping that shit? I don't know. Can you imagine? you're telling me if I can do that on a fucking Google pixel bullshit phone that I can't, I can't rearrange what the fucking galaxy looks like on a, on a NASA photo. You know, I don't know. It, let me tell you, it scares the shit out of me. But my real point is the fact that how how are we so obsessed with retouching our photos nowadays? Like, do you guys remember when we had disposable cameras? like Fiji film or whatever and we would just we'd just crank that bitch we turn we turn on the flash we'd be in the middle of like the fucking roller rink take a photo of me and our friends are like yeah like you know they take the photo and you have like 20 million people around you like isn't like why don't why are we so obsessed with like this clean aesthetic nowadays oh so you have a fucking blanket in the background who gives a fucking shit you know but if it's not clean, we don't want to look at it. Right. Anyway, so it had, it had me thinking and overthinking last night at 10 PM wondering what if the galaxy, is not real? (laughs) What, what if, what if, uh, what if Joe Biden, uh, is, is like shorter than I think in real life because they Photoshop his photos, you know, like, I don't know, like how, how do I know that how do I know the world looks like it does? I don't know, guys. It just had me thinking. I'm like, if I can do this on a fucking Google phone, what what can other people do in their software? It it creeped me out. It creeped me out for a second. I also will say Cody Co. has a few um, videos where he is in the metaverse and like on Oculus and he just like messes around in there. And it had me thinking about the show or the movie. I think it was Ready Player One. I believe is that what it was called? Ready player one. I believe it was where they like live in this alternate reality. Um, and they just like kind of plug in every day, like on their little treadmills and with their like goggles over their head, kind of like avatar too, right? You, you all of a sudden are in like a different body. Like, I just don't think that that is far off. I really don't. And I would even argue that cia high intelligence where people would be testing this type of thing for even like military use like let's be honest right because if we could put if we could put like a fake body at the front line and have the other person's mind in real body elsewhere you think that that wouldn't be a powerful military tool you know what i mean like let's be honest i think that's kind of badass and not sacrifice a real life right um anyways my point is i bet you they've played around with some of this And so when I see like things like the metaverse or whatever, and the fact that people can create a completely different them in the metaverse kind of creeps me out, kind of like, don't worry, darling. And if you guys haven't watched that movie yet, I reviewed that like probably a month ago now. And that was still one of my favorite movies I've watched to this day, probably for the year. Anyways, kind of just had me fucked up. You know what I mean? And I was like, I got me, got me going. So you guys let me know what you think. Um, skincare corner of the week, honestly, I don't have much to give you because I feel like I always tell you guys on my Instagram what skincare to be buying, <laughs> but I will say that I have been using a new routine at night and I've really been loving it. Um, it's a little bit of what I mentioned a few weeks ago, the, the calm collection from Paula's choice mixed with my Tula mixed with like one cocoa kind product. And then my, my regular eye gels, I'll mask here or there, you know, whatever it might be. So I'll put a link in the show notes, description box, link in bio that shows my current like night routine. Most of the products are linked there. You can take a gander of it if you want, or if you just are finally biting the bullets to get some eye gels, quit being a fucking bitch and go get them. Okay. Everyone's like, what do they do for you? I'm like, they could do literally nothing and they feel just so fucking good. I wouldn't care. But they do do a lot. They help deep puff, um, eliminate eye, uh, eliminate wrinkles, eliminate the look of dark under eyes. Um, they're also just very refreshing, and the formula that's actually in the gel—that's why they like feel sticky—will go into your under eye off the gel. That's kind of like what sinks in to your eyes, right? So, anyways, okay, let's get into today's episode. Uh, just a little fun chat about. The season of the not it girl, um, kind of my my not it girl era, in the era of the era. Let's go. Before we officially get into today's episode, I did want to thank my partners, Better help. Because of them, I have been getting better with help. BetterHelp is an online teletherapy program. And within a 72 hour period, you can be matched with your own personal therapist that is applicable to you in what you are going through. Through. This is an app that is directly on your phone. You're able to communicate with your therapist right then and there. And they are also going to be licensed to you based off of your location. So this isn't a this isn't no funny business. This isn't no, you know, not qualified people helping you. These are educated professionals there to listen to you. If you use code DESB at checkout, you are able to get 10% off of your first month, or you can use my link. BetterHelp.com slash DesB, and you will get 10% off of your first month. I've been with BetterHelp for over a year and a half now, and it has just really been a home away from home for me while I'm able to stay in my home. There's not a lot of licensed professionals near me that I would feel comfortable going to, and to be honest, I don't have the fucking time. So to be able to hop on my app and schedule a call when it is available to me is pretty huge and pretty awesome. So again, with code DESBY, you can get 10% off of your first month and you can also click the link in the show notes description box link in bio and follow that as well. You'll fill out a questionnaire and like I said, you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. So thank you BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast and get better today. Mm. Taking a drink first. My my Alani collagen and greens are literally my favorite mix ever. They're so fucking tasty. Mm. I need another sip. I'm sorry. Mm -mm -mm. Oh my God. I had to tell you guys something. (laughs) I just looked at my left and I have my Road anniversary kit that I got, um, or Haley Bieber's birthday kit. I got the vanilla cake lip peptide with the Road um, glazing fluid, and like that cute kit that came out. So, anyways, got that, and um, I have this picture next to it that is Haley Bieber because it's from my first ever order of Road. And the other day um, Maddox was in my office and I was sitting here working and he grabbed the photo of her and he looked at me and goes, mommy. <laughs> like he literally, like he was calling, like he thought it was me because when we go around the house, we have photos, you know, our family photos and he'll go mommy and he'll point to me and he'll go like Archie point to Archie and Dada, point to his dad. So at that point in time, he was taking the photo and, and making sure he showed me like, mommy, like, I'm so proud. I know, I know this is you. And I was like, Maddox, you didn't need to make my head any bigger than it is. But I thank you for that, baby. Um. Anyways, that was funny. So season of the, the it girl. What about the season of the not, not it girl? Because that's kind of the season that I feel like a lot of us are living in. Yeah, it is. We get on I'm going to be specific right here. I'm going to be specific to TikTok because I feel like that's where a lot of us consume some content nowadays. And we find ourselves being there and on it for a while. And I will be very vulnerable here. And I know you guys are going to agree. I'll be vulnerable with you and tell you when I'm scrolling through TikTok, I feel like a piece of shit. I'll be very transparent there. Okay. TikTok is a place that offers great content. See, I I have a lot of people there that I also feel very seen by. I think it's definitely like, you're not gonna always just see people that make you feel like shit. But a lot of times the stuff that goes viral is this like unrealistic life that like we all wish we had and we wish we lived. And it's that it girl. It's that girl that lives in the high rise apartment in New York. She has no kids and she works in editorial job at Vogue and she walks to work and she gets her favorite coffee on the side street and she is walking in her Fendi boots with her big Prada jacket and her Louis Vuitton clutch with her iPhone 13 Pro Max with a little charm on it because it's quirky and it's cute and she's wearing her Dior lip gloss and she's wearing her Fenty highlight and she has these beautiful lashes that she doesn't even have to try for, and she has this clean girl look with a leather skirt and a leather long sleeve in her tights underneath with the Gucci emblem on it. Anyways, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's always the perfect bitch that you're seeing walking to fucking work on TikTok, okay? Um... And it's not even always going to work. Sometimes it's just these influencers. Um, and I know I'm one of them. Technically, I get it. But it's sometimes people who like, they they just, they influence. And that is their job, which it is a job. So hats off. But they just, they they live this like clean look. um, Or just like this, this look that you desire. And I feel like they're these it girls right now that you just can't get enough of. It's like, you love them so much because you just want to fucking be them so badly and it's like you know you never will and so you almost like you almost like trauma bond to them (laughs) because you're like listen I know that I'm never going to be you so I'm going to just be as close to you as I can be to pretend that's what I feel like TikTok relationships turn into right um the big hype right now Um, I've seen on my, for you, what's her fucking name? It's like with an, Oh, Alex, Alex, A L I X, Alex, Alex earlier. I don't even know what her name is. Um, she's come up on my for you page a few times and I'm like, yep, you're too perfect. Not following. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But like, but I mean, (laughs) boundaries. No, I'm just, no, I'm I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm actually not kidding. I did not follow her. Um, mostly because at at the time she was doing like only get readies with me, get ready with me. And, and I like to follow a lot of moms. Like I'm going to be honest. I follow like my grungy moms that make me feel seen. Um, or my other like fit mom friends on there. Cause that's what I like to see in my for you page. Okay. However, I will say it had nothing to do with her. It's just the fact that that's not the content that serves me right now. And we have to also remember like, that's okay. Just because you come upon someone who someone else is obsessed with doesn't mean you have to be obsessed with them too. And it doesn't mean maybe you wouldn't be, but maybe it's just not healthy for you to be. And like, that's cool too. So for me, I was like, you know what? If I follow this girl, um, on my for you page, I know that seeing her stuff repeatedly is going to make me feel like I need to buy more makeup or like I need to wear makeup more often, or I need to get my lips bigger or whatever it might be. Now, this girl, I did go on a little bit of a dive about her, dive with her. Um, now, she is very open and honest about what she like does to her body, her implants, her lips, her face, her everything. Very transparent. And I think that's why a lot of people like her. However, I will say she is also gorgeous and has this life that you wish you lived. She is the it girl. And I feel like a lot of us, I'm not, I'm not trying to overly generalize, but I'm also just being like, let's call it how it is. A lot of us that emulate that type of person, a lot of us that are obsessed with that type of person, it's because we will never be that person, right? They are the it girl and we are the not it girl. So we have this kind of relationship of wanting to know exactly what they're doing to almost live through them. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that that's unhealthy because I mean, in the same way, I love keeping up with Haley Bieber. I know I'll never be her, but I love seeing what she does. So I think it's it's natural. I'm not saying it's not, but there does come a time where you have to differentiate. Like, uh, like honestly, is this healthy for me? Like, a- am I creating a false sense of who I should be, even in my head? right? Am I walking away inspired by her to like try my makeup and do it differently? Or am I walking away acting like a completely different person, like taking on their mannerisms, um, trying to like live the same life that they are in a reality that is not that, right? So I feel like this clean aesthetic, this like get ready with me energy that everyone does on TikTok. Now, listen, I love get ready with me, with me videos. Um, they're my favorite, but I feel like it's also gone into this idea that a lot of people, like they always have these like crazy stories to tell for get ready with me. And then like, I'll be like, damn, like I have no stories to tell. I was like, Hey guys, like my, my kid didn't sleep last night. Like that, like that is the epitome of my story. When sometimes, like, these people that do get ready with me, dude, they got, like, crazy fucking stories, like, every time. And I'm like, I don't even live that much of a life. Am I sleeping too often? Like, I don't, what am I missing, you know? So, I think that, like, this, like, clean girl aesthetic and the, the re- being realistic about the time it takes to do that is very crazy. These people, I want to let you know, these people are not off their phones ever. Because when I create content, like when I'm popping content off, right? I could be on my phone all day. I've sacrificed so much time with my family and my kids, like creating certain content or editing a certain video or whatever it might be. And granted, some of these people might have that outsourced, right? And if they do good for them, but a lot of times on TikTok, like this is a raw, you are on your phone no one can really do that for you or edit that for you type of deal. So that's what I'm basing this off of. But when I've tried to create certain type of content, um, I've just sacrificed way too much time and, you know, I've tried it. And I'm at this point, I'm like, listen, this is my not it girl era. I'm going to do what I can when I can, but I cannot set the expectation that that is like what works for me right now. So make sure that you're always just aware of like your own reality versus someone else's you know, if I, if you're like, oh man, I, I wish like for me to look back at my old content, I did this the other day to be inspired. I was like, okay, what kind of content can I like recreate that I've done, but like enhance it to like my now, right? Who am I now? And how can I share the same information now even better? So I went back to 2019 and I saw my post from like Florida when I was doing like my how-to videos and form demonstration and swipe for breakdown and, voiceovers and I mean I I would work so hard on my posts. And I got to thinking I'm like, man, why can't I do that now? Like why why did I give that up? So I tried to do it the other day and wow, it's hard. Oh wow. It it was hard. It was hard cuz I had two kids crying while I'm trying to edit a video while I can't do a voiceover cuz they're crying. And it took me way too long to like edit the film, upload it. I mean, it's the same process I used to follow, but like I forgot how long it took. So it's one of those things like I just can't, you cannot compare your old self to your new self. Cause oftentimes we forget how different it felt in that time versus now. Right. So my not it girl era is simply just being me and I'm not going to die trying And I think that's what like a lot of people do is they die trying. And by die I mean like they burn themselves out trying because you wanna be this person, you wanna like pop off, you wanna go viral, and at the end of the day, like we're always chasing virality. We're always chasing the next post that's gonna pop off. We're always chasing the hundred likes. And you're like, oh, if I would just get a hundred likes and then you want two hundred. And they're like, oh, if I could just get two hundred and then you want a thousand. And then you get a thousand. You're like, oh, if only I could get, you know, two thousand. And then before you know it, you can't even get a thousand anymore. And then you're like, wow, I wish I I wish I took I wish I was happier when I hit a thousand and then you regret it like a few years ago and I'm just sharing this for an example right a few years ago like like I'm even saying 2000 like 18 if I would post like a swipe workout I could get like 6,000 likes that's crazy right it's a lot of people now if I post a swipe video it doesn't even reach the same amount of people it reaches way less I'll maybe get like 2,000 likes. So now I look back at that time in my life where more people saw my stuff and I'm like, man, I wasted all that time bitching about it and wishing I could reach more people. And little did I know that I'll never be able to reach that same amount of people ever again. So instead of continuing to chase, chase the bigger things, chase being the it girl, I want you to realize that maybe right now you're not it girl is who you need to be grateful for because she's also going to pass too. And you're going to look back a few years from now and be like, man, I wish I took more advantage of like X, Y, and Z during that phase of my life. And I'm kind of preaching to the choir right now because I've come to that conclusion, even myself, you know, I'm, I'm always chasing the new thing and I, I think it's important to be driven I think it's important to have the idea of like, oh, I really would love to do this. I'd love to accomplish this. I would love to create this content. And I hope that it does well, right? We're always creating stuff. We're always going to work. We're always doing our job in in the hopes that we're doing it well. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't let it eat you alive to where you're dying, trying to be the it girl, the pop-off girl, the viral girl, you know, whatever it might be. Cause let me tell you the feeling fades and then you go to the next day and then no one remembers even the post that you had go viral the day before. It's just so irrelevant. It's such a small part of life. It's such a small glimpse. And I keep saying like whatever goes viral, but I'm even saying in your job, like maybe you do something really great. Right. And then you come back to the office the next day and it's like, back to business you know like no one cares as long as we think right and it's such like a weird like dopamine hit and i think that's why people myself included i'm calling myself out get so addicted to social media because when you get that first surge of affirmation you know you're so amazing you've changed my life you've whatever that feels fucking good And I feel like that fucks you up just as much as the other side of the coin fucks you up of like hatred and like slander towards you. Right. I think they're both equally as bad because we are, we are not made to take in that much hype or that much hate. Right. When we hear people overly obsess over us, you know you are you are the best, Haley Bieber, right? If she looks at her comment sections like queen 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 queen. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! i fuck 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 fuck. I love you. I love you. I love you. You know whatever. And then she looks at her messages and it's like you're a fucking bitch 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 whore whore, whore 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 bitch bitch. They're both equally as bad because we should not be receiving that much of a dopamine hit of positivity because it makes us feel that hatred ten times more, right? So. In the season of the not it girl. Maybe your home's messy. Maybe you don't have the trendiest clothes. Maybe you don't have the new iPhone. Maybe you don't have the Prada loafers. Maybe you don't have the golden goose shoes. Which bitch believe those are still a goal of mine too. Maybe you don't have the, the cute phone charm. Or the Louis Vuitton never full tote and you don't have the Balenciaga. No, I'm just kidding (laughs) too soon. Everyone burn your fucking Balenciaga. Maybe you don't have the, the newest, whatever it might be. And you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to because guess what? Something else is gonna come out next month and you could get that And people won't even remember that you were quote behind this month. You know, like no one cares. It's such a weird, we live in such a weird narcissistic society that we, we will never say that it is like, we're like, Oh no, we all care so much. It's like, but no one does like they, like most people just care about themselves, which you do at some point. You always have to look out for you. You really do. Um, But we just live in such a weird, like trendy, follow the trend, chase the trend, ditch the trend so fast era. Um, it's just very interesting to me to like look at and keep eye out from, you know? And I mean, shit, I'll get, I get wrapped up in trends. hundred percent. I'm not going to, I'm not sitting here like, Oh yeah, guys, I'm, I'm above that. Fuck no, dude. You tell me this is popping. I'm going to be like, all right, I'm gonna buy it. Like hundred percent. It's just interesting when you sit back and really think of like, why am I doing that? Like, why is this got to choke hold on me? And you're like oh that's why um we're all just such like quick consumers um and also exactly that we're consumers so i just like felt that it was funny to kind of chat about because i'm like i feel like a, a lot of us feel maybe like we're like in our not it girl era where we're trying and maybe you guys are even like trying to do TikTok, right like and i'm just throwing that out a, as an example like maybe you're posting your get ready get ready with me and you're just kind of like having fun with it and you're like well what if this went viral like, and maybe you're trying and I just want to say, I see you because it is, it's so uncomfortable to try. And even if you're trying, I'm really proud of you for doing that. Um, cause there's a lot of people out there who wouldn't, and never will. And if there's one thing that those people will never do, it's they'll never pop off. Right. You have more of a chance of popping off. If you're even, if you're at least trying, right. Versus if you didn't try at all. So that's fair. Um, but I've just been feeling like really weird in this kind of like social media era of my life. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like, you know, the kids are so young and it's just not a priority and, um, I'm doing what I can and I've really found my love in like posting fitness stuff again and posting form tips and help. And I've got my, I got my camera reset up from, I mean, shit, I bought this back in like 2018. Um, but I finally got it like back to where I could use it in the gym she's been dormant for a few years, um, besides some photo shoots. So, um, I've just feel, felt really inspired in like creation and content creation. And, um, as I've gotten back into it though, I've just remembered how long it takes and how hard it is. And, um, it's just one of those things where like, if you feel like you're in the same boat of just like, man, I don't have the time. I like, I'm in, I'm just not feeling like the it girl. Cause I can't do it either. It's okay. Cause it is so time consuming. And I guarantee you that you do probably have something else going on that that will serve you way way better i can ensure you of that um so this this season of life we might not be our it girl era our era we might just be in our not it girl era um and it's just a reminder that it's okay you are your own it girl stop scrolling TikTok. stop thinking that you need the affirmation of someone else stop searching for virality just be you keep crushing it Um, have fun with it it's always going to lead to more fun and enjoyment when you just have fun and enjoyment with it too and it's not to say that the creators that have popped off as it girls it's not to say that they're not like they definitely they've everyone gets the same opportunity right we all start an account with zero followers so these people who have popped off and have gone viral they deserve it they've done it for a reason that's their path okay but it's not yours and it's important to also remember that um they can be the it girl but if you're the not it girl it's also okay um it's not your path it's not your journey honor that and kind of how I mentioned earlier in the episode, like there's a difference between being inspired and then being like jealous to the sense of where it like starts to ruin your own enjoyment of your life, right? Allow yourself the space to be inspired by that. Make your own videos. Um, Do your own house cleaning videos. Do your decor videos. Whatever is fun for you. Like please, like by all means, do what is fun for you but don't turn it into something that you're doing to try to be someone that you're not or someone that you can't be right now. You have so much life to live and who's not to say that like at 40 years old, you won't be like the 40 year old that pops off. I mean, look at mama tot or whatever her name is. Isn't that what it, what it is? I think I follow her. Um, she ended up popping off and she's older, right? Like there's so many older women who actually like slay on TikTok. And again, I don't mean to keep going off about like who's popping off, but it's easy to get down on yourself thinking like, then why can't it be me? Why can't it be me? Like whatever. It's so hard. And you are just as special as you are for not having a million eyes on you as you are having 10, your family members. You know what I mean? You'd you don't need it. And if you want to keep, you know, posting your videos and have fun doing it, like please by all means do, but it is not something that is going to fulfill you in the way that you think. Um and know that because I've been there and I've had plenty of viral moments that even to this day ended up not fucking mattering. Right? Didn't matter. It was forgotten about in a couple of days. That's that. And then you're only chasing the next time to be viral, right? It's tough. It's a tough, 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 tough circle. Um, and you have to keep showing up. If that's like your goal, if your goal is to like create something that you've never done before, you do have to chase that. You have to keep showing up, push out the best of the best when you can, but you also have to be okay with not being the it girl. And I think that's what I'm learning to continue to be okay with. Right anyways, I love you guys. Happy Sunday. Thanks for always hanging out with me. Hopefully Y gets to have a surgery today. Um, hopefully I end up feeling a little bit above the weather by the time that this goes live. Um, but if this touched you in some way today with consent, <laughs> oh, what? A, why did I say that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If this touched you today with consent. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. I mean, it was kind of funny, but if this touched you today in any way, um, consentfully, um, I'm sorry, please, please let me know. Um, if you're listening to this, no matter where you're at, when it is, please post it somewhere, tag me, share it with a friend, DM it, Instagram it, whatever it might be. Oh, and if you're still listening, I wanted to try something this week. So here, stick with me for another few minutes. Okay. I forgot to put this in the beginning of the episode. What I've noticed this past weekend from following a bunch of people from the buff bunny party after following them, they're like everywhere at the top of my feed, right? Like they're like, Oh, you just followed them. You obviously like their comment. You like their stuff. So what I was wondering, and I want to test it. If some of you go to my profile, go to my Desby profile, unfollow me, and then right away, refollow me, add me to your favorites. I'm curious if you see me show up in your feed more. I'm just curious if you choose to just simply unfollow me and not follow me back ever again. Here's your out. <laughs> here's your easy out. Um, but if you want to, if someone out there wants to test that and try that, I would just be curious. If for some reason you're like not really seeing me at the top of your feed right now, or you like you usually don't, I would be curious if that helps at all Um, because it it would almost show like a new following. I don't know. I'm just curious. I was like, maybe I would try that. Maybe I'll get my girls to try that. Anyways, happy Sunday. (laughs) We'll see you next week. And if you unfollow me, just know I forgive you.